Uh, hey, here we go, Mr. Trap. You ready to do this, man? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's run it. Bring Lee made the beat. They say you the hardest out. Man, that's what I'm here for. You put it on for the South, and that's what I'm here for. My entourage need a million, homie. Man, that's what I'm here for. Trying to walk around with a million on me. That's what I'm here for. What to do, KTTV? This is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Underground Kings podcast. And on tonight's episode, I have the artist and professional acrobat, Mr. Travis M. How you doing tonight, Mr. Travis? I'm good. I'm good. How y'all doing? Good. It's good to see you, brother. Look, man, I am glad to uh, catch up with you. I know it's been a minute. We about to get ready to do the press junket again, but I know it's been a minute right. since we connected, man. So <laughs> glad to see you in the building, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, uh, before we jump into things, I always like to just do a wellness check to check in with everybody uh, before we get into it. So how have you been during this pandemic, man, and staying safe out here? Oh, man, the pandemic. It's it, it really uh it really you know brought brought the brought the the core of me out you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it really allowed me to you know sit still and 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 take that time to uh you know continue really doing what I've been doing doing what I want to do it really just uh, allowed me to go uh a hundred percent with the dedication to my craft and stuff like that so that's what the pandemic did for me so I'm I'm good man I've been I've been just reaching new heights, you yeah. know, and, and tapping in deeper into myself. And now when it did happen, um, like, were you in the middle of, of, of running with the music, doing shows? Did it slow anything down? Because I know, oh, man, that press junket was real. Like, we we were still in the thick of things in that junket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, sure, you know, in Texas, we opened back up uh, you know how it goes. faster than anything. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, it... it I definitely had some some shows planned at that time, and it was like, damn, it had it had to uh, come to a halt. But um, sure, you know, there was some some places kind of needed the underground stuff to still happen, just to stay afloat. And uh, me and my team, we actually found some of those underground spots and were able to, you know, keep it pushing and even do virtual showcases uh, in that way. Yeah, man. I like how you say me and the team, man, understanding that it does take that on me, but uh, good, good looking on that. Yes, uh, sir. So now jumping into the interview, man, give us a little bit of background on you in this music uh, music game. man. How long have you been doing this, brother? Oh, man, I've been I decided to take it serious in high school. So that was about uh, shoot, before high school was over. So don't don't date me too old, but that was about 12 years ago. Um, but then I graduated college, you know, I went away for school. So coming back after college is like starting over, you know what I'm saying? If nobody ever seen you on the stage in the city in a long time, stuff like that. So that's been about six years back in the city, really hitting the ground hard, uh, being able to build those relationships and, and things of that nature. So, um, just in the city with name Travis M because you know we all start off with different names but I go. I go. <laughs> in the city with the name Travis M for six years man and uh sure doing shows and, doing and show. rocking it man enjoying myself now with that goes along um goes along I know you talked about leaving for college and so um before we even go into things we're gonna cover this acrobat piece man so yeah. uh now when you went to college what did you go for and and 
Talk to us about the acrobat piece, man, because I was looking at the clips and I like how you got uh, all the facets of it. Cause not only do you see the music, but you know, you see you heading out. I think I even seen where you just went and uh, man, you had to bring out the game, do the little flips and everything on. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I went off to school. Um, I actually, I was going to major in biology. That was, well, I did. I started off majoring in biology. Went to the Gramlin State University. Got to put respect on the yes, HBCU. Um, but I went to the Gramlin State University. And uh, as a biology major, thinking I wanted to go into science, I had already messed up my knee flipping in, in high school. So, you know, kind of going through that physical therapy route, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, maybe I'll do that. Um, so after that, um, I, I really already knew that I wanted to cheer though in college because I had a homeboy. We, we used to go tit for tat and flipping and he went to TSU and I went to Gramlin and he was like, yo, I'm a trial for cheer. And I was like, I never thought of that, but that sounds great. Like you get to flip every day, get paid to flip every day. And then we already know the unmentionable, but it's very mentionable is plenty of women to be around. So, hey. uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, cheer started off like that and then i actually switched majors uh real quick like after that first year of college everybody that knew me was like what you doing majoring in science you know you need to be on somebody camera something so i got into broadcasting and before i even left college i got to start emceeing cheer competitions and traveling to do cheerleading and been all over the country you know what i'm saying and yeah that kind of was like my first practice touring yeah, and, and that, that was it. So as you got into that, did it pay for college or? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as I became better, like Gramlin offers a skill scholarships. Yeah. So as I became a better athlete, I got more money. And like, you know, that those fees be high. So if I ever just thought that I wasn't going to be able to register again the next semester, man, uh, Coach Terry Lilly, shout out to him, looked out and I was always able to, you know, stay in school. <laughs> now, talking about that GSU, man, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana. So, Ooh, yeah, okay, see, that's man. exactly that's what okay. I'm saying, man. So, yeah. every, everything I understand exactly where you're coming from, man. Oh, sure. coming. My people, my people from Winfield, my mama went okay. to Gramlin, my grandma went to Gramlin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got a grandpa that went to Southern, but uh, RIP. But, um, nah, on, man. Yeah, Winfield, man. Grandman, that's that's a family experience. It's literally called Grand Fan for a reason. Like yeah. going to a HBCU is the the best experience any uh, I think any black student could get, um, or any student because you're gonna get that familiar atmosphere. You're not just um, a number to them. If you have a question, somebody will take the time out to figure out how to get it answered or can point you in the right direction. Even when it comes down to getting those FAFSAs done and all of that confusing stuff when you're a freshman, like that that help is necessary. And they'll talk to you about how to get money in ways that you can, like for the being left-handed and all that kind of stuff. But the stuff that you don't just know about because they don't tell you as much in high school unless you are already knowing where to look for that information. Most definitely, brother. That is it, man. Uh, so, so glad to hear that. Now, the question is, though, you're looking at the uh, music, you're looking at the acrobat. How do you get a chance to get both of those uh, and, and find the time? And which one of those is the, the relaxing piece for you? 
Relax. Oh, that's a good that's a good point. So uh shoot, finding the time. Um it's like I've I've been rapping just as long as I've been flipping. And like just like if if I'm in my calm, my chill mood, I guess, or or in my somber, or if, I guess if I'm just more emotional, like though that writing comes out, you know. Um but as I got older, what I learned about myself and with tumbling that it's it's a great like outlet when it comes to uh, releasing anger. If I'm in those that kind of headspace, or if I just need to feel free, um, they both kind of help me do that. But the thing with rapping, it's like I don't feel that way till I get on stage. As far as that freedom, now it's an outlet, and I can understand my emotions. But that adrenaline and that that freeing feeling. Is definitely uh, in the performance, in the self-expression, uh, live arena of it, and putting them together just kind of came naturally because I, I got to be a cheerleader traveling, and it's just like, okay, I'm already on your microphone, so let me just start rapping on your microphone, on, <laughs> and then other than that, um, uh, just going to be a part of the United Spirit Association. Um, that was my first experience with uh, adult uh, cheerleaders outside of school. Um, but we we teach cheer camps for high schoolers all across um, the West Coast and stuff like that. But when I met everybody there, we had to introduce a fun fact. And it was like, oh, well, I'm a rapper. I bet ain't y'all. So, you know, and then it was like, rap for us. You know what? And you know, as a rapper, you gotta say yeah. You know what I'm saying? As a Come rapper, on, you gotta you gotta show them that you can spit. So that's, that's what I did. Come on, and brother. It started coming together more and more naturally to the point where I was able to put it in music videos. Now the kids that I coach have actually been featured in my music videos. It was actually an antsy, um, an antsy feeling really combining that cheerleading with the rapping at first because working at a high school, I did coach at a high school for a time here in Houston. Um Working at a high school, you know, it's bureaucratic, so you can't really blur those lines like that, or you can't um, solicit the students or anything of that nature. Um, but being in the private sector and the all star at an all star gym, it's like these kids are one trained for this. They dance as well as do cheerleading and tumble, so um, they they're they're trained to get paid opportunities. You know, they're trained to 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 be able to have the, all the opportunities that the instructor had when before she, you know, when she started the gym. Um, so she encouraged it. You know, I was somewhere where the, that, that appreciated me for me, for who I was. And she was like, oh yeah, you know, you know these, yeah, this is what we do. Like they've been in music uh, music video before. So this one, you know, if it got meaning, come on, you know, so. I like that, brother, man, that you got to get them, man. It's so awesome that you've been able to, uh, you know, kind of work through both of your talents, man, and introduce them on both sides. Uh, so tonight uh, is all about the music. So what we're going to do is uh, we'll take a little quick break, uh, get a word from one of the sponsors. And when we come back, man, we're going to jump a little bit deeper into this music. Uh, and we're going to talk about these contracts, brother. All right, let's do yes, it. Yes, sir. Be right back. What it do, KTTV? This is KT, and I want to introduce you to my all-new streaming service, KTTV Digital. This streaming service offers more than 1,000 channels, thousands of movies, pay-per-view, and all sports packages. If you're paying hundreds of dollars for cable a month, switch to KTTV Digital and pay less than $1 a day. You heard me right, folks. All this for less than $1 a day. 
If you're ready to put hundreds of dollars back in your pocket, cut the cord and reach out to me on KTTV.com. 100. Free trials are available. Hold up, man. All right, man, we back in the building, man. Hold up, I think it was Travis. I think he had some uh, technical difficulties. Let me see here where we at. Oh, man, I think he had the uh, disconnect, y'all. Man, come on. So awesome to see the brother. Look, this how it was. I was. I was looking at him online. And you know how, man, some people do the uh, do the flips? And, like, you got some boys in the hood. But, like I say, that boy was in there. And when you raise your hand up when you get through, like the boys is Simone Biles or something, I said, yeah, he do this for real, y'all. So awesome to hear about him. Um, you know, just being able to get scholarships and do all that good stuff that he's doing, man. Well, I thank you back in the building, y'all. Let's jump back in here. Yes, sir. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got kicked out of my bad, but we back. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> so, man, break. jumping into the uh, into the music, man. When we talk about music, we talk about networking. Um, a big time of that is guarding your focus and, and working on projects that will get you somewhere. You know, you think about what the lady said. If it's meaningful, let's do it. You know, so how do you um, kind of check out the people you're working with uh, when we had events such as the press junk, you see somebody and you say, okay, I will work with them because what, what piques your interest? Mm. Because I really look for like, Hmm, a genuine person. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't look for too much else <laughs> aside from that. First off, I look for that genuine person. Of course I want to see if your art is good, like, or if, or if it's relatable to me at least um but nah genuine person is 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 top of the list because like it's so many gimmicks out there it's so many uh people just wanting to do it for uh certain reasons that may not be deep reasons um and as long as it's deep to that to that person and that person is like greatly motivated like passionate about music then i know we can put together a fruitful piece of work um so it really just starts there and and you kind of gravitate towards those people that you'll work well with. And I, I've been able to, um, I say put together some pretty good work, just uh, letting my, my, my spirit kind of lead and, and see who is dare I say worth working with. Mm. <laughs> right, right. But for real, man, like you say, you got to guard that focus, man. Cause some people get you and waste time, you know, where you could right. get a full it's, project. I kind of say it's funny because I really don't say no <laughs> that yeah. often, but you can say yes to somebody and they never send you a date to link up or, you know what I'm saying? Or a place and time. And that's when it kind of wa washes off to the side for me. Like, yeah. cause all of, all of it's hypothetical until mm -hmm. we put a date on the calendar and know where we, where we meet up at. That's so, it. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, I so mentioned at the press junket. And I, I was Look, like, this dude, he grinding. I, hey, he, he streaming live right now at the press junket. I so let me see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He clearly got a show. <laughs> yeah, all right. It was going, brother. You know what I'm saying? So, and then man, he put it on the calendar immediately, and it's six months later or something. And we still, here we go, brother. Yeah. That's what it's, <laughs> but you got to be about that work these days, man. Uh, um, that's the only way I really see people flourishing. Uh, Cause other than that, I mean, you you get that rep where it ain't popping like that, and, and next thing you know, you name bad out in these streets. <laughs> hey yeah, man, yeah. 
You dropped some music that. on us. Um, so so talk to us about that clip, man, because I want to play some of that for the audience today. All right, y'all, it, it's real. It's real. It's, it's it's starting to get deep, like we said, regarding the focus in the mo in the music and. So the clip y'all are about to see is from the visual shine. Now I call my visuals visuals because they bring the song to life. Like it's mm -hmm. not just a video. We're not just shooting some stuff. Um, so shine is the visual represents the grind, particularly as an independent artist, but the grind that we out here, uh, that we do out here day to day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we're dressed like blue collar workers, you know what I'm saying? We're getting down and dirty, uh, pulling the car with my back. I'm towing the car, y'all. And, uh, <laughs> and it's just to represent the daily struggle, really. Mm. Um, and sometimes the, that monotony sends you to a dark place. Uh, and we have an actual dark scene in the visual to represent that. And But it's in those darkest places, sometimes you can see that light and, and really sing like, those those deeper those deeper uh songs really for it for you to push forward that that whatever you call out for or to in those dark moments um you go through that and then when you come out all you can do is shine after that because the diamond shines in the mm. dark or in the light mm. just, from pressure exactly it's just whoever it's you know what I'm saying? So, and then after that, after you shine and everybody want to turn up with you, party with you, yeah. everything like that. So then you see that manifest in the last verse from Smitty Spread Love. Shout out to Lakita Villan and Smitty Spread Love mm -hmm. and Koala Cool for making the beat. That's shine yeah. for you. Man, let's look at this. Check this thing out. The currency of change, current events in my brain, currently my reoccurring dream reminded me I'm saying same nigga from the days they thought he flipping to his grave, but you know he rose again, anniversary bouquet, no D-Rose that I don't play, and the H is where I stay, attention that I pay made me intentionally paid, I could never be their slave, let me go, I turn the page, shining just cause I was made, like the sun done rose again, shed light on every day, that's just me when I'm awake. I invested me now. Come on, man. Yep, yep. Well, you might go blind. You can't Ooh, shine God. like mine. I like that, yeah. brother. I like now. The thing is, we got it going. There's always some crazy stories behind the visuals, man. What was there anything going on crazy in the background where you was like, this may not happen today? <clears throat> well, first of all, <laughs> we paid for the venue to shoot, so it better happen today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, you're right. It's always something. Uh, but the, I would say that the biggest challenge for that was just coordinating the kids uh, at the same time to uh, do that cross tumbling where you saw them flipping in front of us and stuff like that and doing their leaps. Um, that was the that was the longest part. That was yeah. 
that took a while. And then getting them uh, in the in the scene where it was the dark scene, the the solo tricks that they did there as well, just uh, kind of choreographing them on the fly um, because they're a lot a lot younger. Um, they they were starting at like at that time some of them were five years old five up to ten years old I would say mm-hmm. um, and yeah they they just um, you know sometimes you got to wake up their brains so it's time yeah. to give them to walk run across diagonal that's a common pattern in cheer that cross it's called cross tumbling but just to make sure everybody's out the way for the next person to go and then okay now and don't get yourself hurt on this concrete and now um line up uh one by one by one by one um afterwards so we can have y'all in the next shot and come Mm -hmm. forward that was the more the more difficult part the slower part other than that it was it was really it's a party. It was an actual party. We had as much fun as it looked like. The kids turned up for real. After that, we sent them all gone. All right, y'all, parents and kids, y'all can go. And when we got ready for the next part, we literally pulled out the adult beverages and had a party. Had a party. <laughs> look, look. You know what I'm saying? That's so. what's up, brother. Man, that's it, man. So uh-huh. another piece of networking and collaborating is the paperwork. Um, uh, you know, I talked to Derek about Loudfish. And the biggest thing he was saying was so many people are eager to be artists uh, that they get themselves into deals that almost takes away the celebration of releasing their first music. Wow. So have you ever been a part of a bad deal? And and what do you say uh, to younger artists coming up to avoid a situation like that? I haven't. Let me not. Hold up. Let me make sure. Because <laughs> deals are in, in every part of what we do, right? They're in yeah. the shows we perform at. They're in song we put out. They're in uh, whoever we choose to distribute our music through via uh, to get them on streaming platforms. So let me make sure I think through all these deals. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say that I've been through any necessarily bad deal. Uh, and if it's just one show that went kind of bad or the promoter, you know, was kind of janky and I just didn't, uh, you know, didn't do it again. Or maybe I left before I performed if it was that bad. Yeah. But (laughs) so we all in a bad deal, but, um, nah, I'm an independent artist. So bad contracts, uh, nah, not really. Um, I'm independent, so anybody I work with, we we already respect each other. You know what I'm saying? So we're on the even ground, and and so we're not uh, trying to play nobody. Like yeah. for Shine, let's per, per se, like everybody uh, who featured on the track, you know, put in the production side, so we could have a great video. Even um, Pro Status, uh, they're part of the. Uh, team as far as she sponsored helped sponsor the video as well so um no i'm i'm trying to avoid bad deals but there's always scammers out there in your emails saying that hey come do this show or or in your dms hey come do this show we're gonna charge you this this that um the first piece of advice i did get uh being an artist and it seems like more and more true it actually came from my mama Mm. um and that was uh, if you have to pay to do it, it's probably fake. Hmm. It's probably not a real deal. Um, or at least it's not what you think it's going to be. You know, there's plenty of things that will charge because uh, they feel like they're offering the artist a service. That is the biggest, that is the biggest difficulty 
as yeah. an independent artist. Because if you have a label, maybe they're paying for this stuff for you and you sad because you have to pay it all back. But <laughs> yeah. um, but like as an independent artist, they forget that you can bring people to their event. It's, it's that kind of event, right? You can bring people out to the show and sell their tickets and you know your people are going to be buying drinks all that kind of yeah. stuff right mm-hmm. um and they would literally go hey pay i literally just had this happen not that long ago hey pay fifteen hundred dollars to come perform here mm-hmm. okay and you don't get no none of these perks that everybody else that's on this it's a, it was a fashion show mm-hmm. my first question was well are the models getting paid to walk mm-hmm. are the designers getting paid to design well why aren't the artists getting paid to, to perform. perform. Yeah. So, like, and I, so I, that was, and I really didn't even ask that. I just wanted to know if they were getting paid so I could say no, if I was the only one not getting paid. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to. Like, why would I want to be the only one anywhere not getting paid to be there? And they think exposure can pay, can keep that light no. on over there. No, <laughs> no, no. So that's 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 a that's a battle I can say that we face in the city for sure of Houston um, as independent artists. We face that week in, week out is people wanting to charge us to make their event good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Because there is no event that happens without music. Yeah. There is no event in the world that happens without music. If you got a DJ, get a DJ. Let that man play and you know, pay that man to play. But if, if you're relying on artists as your form of entertainment, entertainment being a job, you should pay them to be there or at least give them the opportunity to make some money to be there. Sure. Because if I'm selling tickets, then I can at least make the money back that you charge me. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's negotiable. Now we're negotiating. Now we're talking about a deal. But if you're saying this is it, this is all we got, then that's not a deal. You, yeah. You're trying to... Uh, Railroad. Yeah, I ain't been over for nobody. That's all I'm saying. So, man, on the other side of that, like you said, um, you're thinking about what the work you did during the pandemic on finding underground shows, uh, navigating through uh, what we just talked about as far as that. Thinking about just getting paid shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, For the people that don't know how to go about that, uh, when you found your look with the shows, what are some of the processes that you've used uh, for young artists that need to hear that. Now, young artists, like if you if you are just getting out there, you you need to hit the open mics. You need to hit all the free stuff you can hit. You know what I'm saying? Basically, because there is stuff that you can do that is for free that they're not going to charge you to be a part of. That gets your performance on point. You're going to build a fan, at least one fan, every time you go see somebody. That should be your goal. That was my goal anyway, first starting off. If I get one new follower, one new fan everywhere I go, I've had a success. Now it's like, okay, we can up that number each event. But um, some of the things, it's just like following, look, talk to the uh, owners of these venues that are throwing uh, these events. Talk to the people that are putting the events together because it's not always the same person. It hardly ever is. And you could even turn that into doing your own show because it it takes a while to start getting paid as an artist. But if you were looking for opportunities, so is someone else. So is someone else, you know, what I did was 
fine. I'm having, I'm looking for this. So that means I know other people are, this is, this was the birth of solar sounds. And this is why we started uh, doing shows in the city was because one, all the promoters are charging artists. Nobody's giving to the artists and nobody's valuing the artists. So we found a way to provide that space for an artist and not come out of their pocket. Um, and make sure that even give what we can give back because we can give that percentage of ticket sales the one you know the money that you brought in i can get at least get you some of that yeah. we still gotta keep the lights on and stuff we know but we we can find a way to uh not eat off nobody else plate um so i would say long story short keep grinding keep hitting those, those open mics though and then people are going to be there if they like you they're going to book you somewhere else the more places you go, the more places you will be. Um, and then you'll eventually get to that point where you kind of reach that open mic ceiling and it's like, okay, I have people coming to see me now, so I don't necessarily need to go to an open mic because my people don't want to come to week, right? So I have to create that demand. So now I can I can sell these 20 plus tickets that somebody's looking for, for me to be able to get paid at these other events steadily. Um, until then, open mic talk to the venue owners the promoters and see if you can throw your own stuff and if everybody's not cut out to throw their own stuff yeah but if not that's your that, that's your way to make money um on you immediately as long as you're looking for everybody out own stuff do it yourself and you make everything so if man. you can do that do that keep doing that man Shout out to Guiana said, um, it's disrespectful to us artists. You need to offer me something for my crap. Hey, I can dig it, Guiana. I can dig hey. it, man. Hey. <laughs> especially when everybody else, and especially when everybody else. That yeah, shout out Kiana. That's my dog. That's my dog. She be rolling with us over at Solar Sounds and everything. Come on now. Been on a few of our showcases. Um, and yeah, man. <laughs> We had to talk on the yeah. same day. Like, why are people in my DMs saying this stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, man, man, so what we'll do is uh, let me get one more break from a sponsor. And when we get back in, man, I want to hear about what else you got going on in the city, man. And uh, we're going to wrap up some more of that uh, tumbling, bro. You can't get out of here like that, man. We're flipping <laughs> like that, brother. All right, so we'll be right back. All right. All right, yeah. Big shouts out to Mr. Frickles, man. Number one in the city, um, flavor pickles in over 91 locations. Uh, shout out to Mr. Frickles, man. My people, Mr. Frickles my number people. one. Look, man, them boys, all, they, they, it's up there, man. It's stuck there. Aye. So, man, <laughs> so closing this thing out, man, what, what projects are you currently working on? Uh, what are you most excited about in the near future, man, with Travis in? Okay, so let me start off with the project I just dropped. Okay, Misfits EP. I'm still excited for that. That dropped. I dropped that on my birthday with Pisces Gang early March. Um, I dropped it March 5th, and uh, we did a release party and everything. It was it was a good event. It was fun, um, and huh, that that one is just a it's just a autobiography of how I started in the artist game. Like a lot of those songs are from uh, I started them in high school and 
revamped them, remastered them, and you know, put them out again. Uh, and then a shout out to the Grand Fan because I got DZ on the beat and MC Fiji on the last track. That was a brand new one for that one. Uh, moving, and I felt like I needed that piece of work to be out there for my discography, like as an artist, to show that that full growth. It needed to be there. So next, um, I'm working on another album. It's already, it's been in the works. Okay, Shine is going to be on that album. Pray is going to be on that album. The, you, you can be the first people to hear the name. First people now. to hear the name. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. The album is in the works, okay? Uh, late, late 2022, early 2023, we can expect that album in May uh this month coming up i got two shows so far maybe a third um but y'all gotta come to the first two first um <laughs> we got may 10th um it's the next to blow and that'll be streamed on iconic television as well so if you are still staying inside then um it'll be at club hush lounge um, televised again on iconic television that's lo local Houston TV mm -hmm. and then May 15th a couple days later I'm uh, at the astronomy lunar eclipse party with uh, the official actual proof band now my favorite uh, time to perform is when I'm performing with a live band behind yeah. me that's what we got on May 15th and it's gonna be all the energy you want all the energy you need that is that exchange to change in third ward uh, off of McGregor, that's a black-owned spot. So that's what we're doing with that. Um, that's May 15th. We're going to leave the other date open. Other than that, this that's summer it. we got some real big stuff that I can't tell nobody about because we talked about contracts, and we got an NDA out on that one. Hey, uh, <laughs> just know it's coming. You know what I'm saying? But just know it's coming. You might see your boy on somebody's screen. I just yeah. ain't going to say who. So, hey, right. <laughs> it is, man. Well, congratulations on all the success, brother. Oh, yes, uh, now with the music, you know, you, you think about that uh, Louisiana Texas combo. Did mm -hmm. Graham influence the music in any way to to make it a little bit more, not even bounce, but just get that Louise? Because I, I know you said you had some Graham fam on on the production. So yeah. how did that that change up the flow? Man, Graham fam showed me. Look, okay, I grew up a conscious artist fan. Yeah. Conscious rap. Give me something with some meaning. Give me that message I needed. Be talking about something, right? Grandma taught me that Ratchet ain't bad. That's hey. what Grandma told me. I'm rolling like an 18-wheeler. You know what I'm saying? So all the jigger music, man, I became a, a, a big fan of real quick. Um, and just that like, okay, like it kind of showed me up close and personal, like music is also for this. Yeah. Music is to have fun, to dance, to feel, because these are ways people do it as well, you know? Um, so Gremlin definitely added like, okay, Trav, you need to come correct with your beats. So they're not, they're not, <laughs> they're not gonna message you at all. Like um, literally dropped a, dropped a project, with those songs on it that we mentioned uh on misfits i dropped the project and there's a gremlin article in the in the gremlin newspaper with a guy who dropped a single our art and style and then me right next to him who dropped the whole project and i was like you can literally do everything with a single that you can do with an album Come on, man. Real. so that's when i learned okay take your time more 
drop these singles, put focus there, you know, and then you can really do something with that, with that one song. Um, if you do it right. If you do it right, man. Yeah. That's what's up, brother, man. Congratulations, like I say, on all the work. I know I was down there, man. I'm old school when uh when Jamie did the what's next on the yard. Oh uh, man. Now, that was that was my days. That was my days right there, man. What? They because they you know they had a BT BT still be coming during homecoming and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but man, I didn't know they had Jamie on the yard. We got we we had we got P Skills. He up in Dallas. Yeah. He he comes back all the time. He had on at the radio 979 the beach. Shout out to, to P Skills. Come on, man. Um, sure. There was one more thing. Oh, Gramlin with did for me the biggest thing they, they were my biggest performance yet i got to open up for tory lanes and young thug before i left so that's it really yeah hey. <laughs> before i left before i graduated shall i say so man how do we find you <laughs> uh how do we find all the music man and get plugged into uh even the upcoming masterpiece man for sure for sure travis m j-u-s-t-m on instagram travis m j-u-s-t-m on all social media platforms. So you're going to spell out Travis M. And then at the end, it's a misnomer. That means it sounds like something, but it's something else. J-U-S-T-M. So add it over there. <laughs> over there. Um, and you can look me up on streaming platforms. Travis M. Don't forget the dot. I got an album, The Misunderstood is the very first one. The M is understood. Um, so you can look up Travis M. And the name of my song, Travis M. Shine. I'm going to keep a bunch of different ways. Travis M. The Misunderstood. Travis M. Pray. Travis M. J-U-S-T-M. On all social medias. My name is the same. It's Travis M. Just M on YouTube. All that. There it is, man. All right, brother. Well, we um, look forward to driving some more of the music, man. And, uh, you know, you're welcome to come on back. Are uh, you going to the Press Junket this year? Yeah, man. Yeah, guy. I'm okay. see you there. I'm okay, see you there. I'll see you in a few weeks then, brother. I appreciate you for stopping through. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. This is KT for KTTV signing out. 100. This is Darnell Broadcast Houston. This is Dr. Tamara Beckford. Hey, this is Candace. This is London Underwood. This is Kirsten Bass with Inner City Greens, and you're watching. Y'all are now tuned in to KTTV. 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 Is that right?